welcome to Four Down Territory. As Stick and Mike take a look at the four biggest stories in Denver sports. Here's Slareth and Evans kicking it off with First Down. Avalanche took on a Vancouver team that you know is stinging after losing 10-7 in Minnesota on Monday. So the uh, Avs went out last night, played a good, solid 60 minutes of hockey, came away with a 3-1 win that Jared Bednar said had a playoff-style vibe to it. That was a good hockey game. It was intense, and both teams were disciplined. Um, There were some ebbs and flows to the game with momentum, uh, but it didn't look like either team really changed their approach and what they needed to do to win. It was hard fought. Um, when you're playing a really good team like that and both teams are dialed in, it's it's going to be a battle. That's a good hockey team. Vancouver's a good hockey team. Yeah, uh, you in, mentioned that. In my, in, 80 points going in, into in, 72 for the abs, right? Yeah, in, in my humble opinion, uh, right now that is the, the best team in the in the West, and I'm not just talking about the, the, the points. They just... As far as the eye test goes, um, that that would be a, that'd be a heck of a series. Sign me up for a Western Conference Final. Abs in Vancouver. That'd be some. That'd be some good hockey. Can they get by the Kraken though? Can they get by the Kraken? Like they to avoid. Did, by the way, like to avoid the Kraken. By the way, they did give up the lead for like. What is the deal with Avalanche giving up? A one like well, they yeah getting scored upon first they get yeah. scored on first yeah that's an issue put that on my list things they need to get you got fixed. a list I got a list of things they need to fix uh, improve upon uh, by the way if the playoffs were to begin today always enjoying that but mm-hmm. uh, with about twenty five games left it's a good good little uh, checkpoint the Avs would be hosting Winnipeg, Winnipeg in the first round that that wouldn't be a, a party either that'd be a, a pretty challenging series as well so. West is pretty good. I think the West is a little deeper this year than it's been in, in years past. Well, so we'll see. The but Jets, yeah. huh? The Jets. Just get the win. Second down. Michael Malone and his team back to work yesterday, practicing at uh, their practice court at Ball Arena while downstairs the hockey game was going on. Uh, Michael Malone, like a lot of people, not impressed with the All-Star game. You saw my comments after the game last year, so probably more of the same. It's, I know the league is trying to do everything they can to make it a more competitive game, and, um, you know, that wasn't the case. <laughs> that, had a, that, had a, that had an air of tonight it didn't happen. It did. By the way, you know where I was this weekend? Family, or not this weekend, but Monday, I guess. Monday felt like a weekend, right? President's Day? Yeah. Family for, fun, for some. Family Fun Center. Family Fun Center? Where the Avalanche practice. Oh, yeah. Is that still a fun center? How in the hell do the Avalanche have to practice there? Uh, it's, uh... How do they not have their own... It just goes How many Stanley Cups have they won? Three? Yeah. They don't have a facility? No, it, it practice at the family fun center? Yeah, it, it just goes to show the 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 mindset of the, the hockey player, the hockey organization. They don't need the frills. They don't need the bells and whistles. They, they don't need the exorbitant practice. The Nuggets don't have a, a great practice facility either. I, I think if you ranked practice facilities of all the NBA teams, the Nuggets would be in the bottom five. Easily. But they just practice at, at the Pepsi Center, right? Yeah, but if it, it's a it's a I mean, it, I, I've seen more impressive middle school gyms 
than the Nuggets practice court. I guess you don't need like big meeting rooms, and I always, I always, I guess I always use my NFL sensibility, like on facilities and stuff that I go to. But I guess you don't really need that. But come on, you, I mean, you're playing, you're practicing hockey in in my granddaughter's ice. My granddaughter's doing twirly birds over in the next ice over. You don't practice in figure skating. Like you think about the arms race that's out there among college. Twirly birds is a, in a that's a that's a that's a technical uh, term. Technical. Most of you probably don't know about ice skating like I do. Uh, yes, Johnny Weir. Who I turn to for my twirly bird information? Johnny, I'll give it to you straight. Johnny, Johnny Weir and uh, Tara Lipinski. Huh? How about no, that? Tara How Lipinski that? is a big pull. Huh? huh? That's huh? a big pull. That's a Naughty th- coming each. <laughs> Don't. No, you're not going to get me in okay. really on that one. <laughs> that's nice try. It was good effort that though, right? Good, uh, nice, yeah, nice a try. Little mix your yeah, metal. Little Katarina yeah. Vitt. Oh, it, you know. Yeah. Wanna, you want to play the? You want to play the game? Why? <laughs> who, can go, Why? Who, who can pull off the deeper figure skate? Hey, now that's good radio. Who can pull off the deeper figure skate? Female Why? figure skater. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because uh, whatever you gonna, I, I I know who I'm gonna answer with. You do. I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh man. Um. Oh, now I'm going to Blades of Glory. Um, go ahead, uh, go ahead, find one. I've already got one locked and loaded. Let's go. Shawn Michael Michaels. <laughs> huh? Christy Yamaguchi. Oh, I always uh, wanted. I always wanted. We have a guy at the Broncos. He's still there. That. Kurt Horahuchi. Yeah. I thought if he married Christy Yamaguchi, she would be Christy Yamaguchi Horahuchi. <laughs> and I was like, that would be like a country music song. Way down yonder on the Yamaguchi Horahuchi. Beaver, <laughs> tell me you got that. Right? Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Oh, geez. All right. Awesome. We got to break out of that uh, little <laughs> vein of conversation that we're in here right now. Man, Christy uh, Yamaguchi. Where were we? Where were we? Okay. Uh, so, anyway, the Nuggets are uh, back to work. Uh, tomorrow night, taking on Door uh, the Ammo. Washington. Oh, good one! All right? What'd you say? What'd you call her? Door the Ammo. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Balls in your court. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> touche. Well played. Mm. And you got you got me out right before the break too. Okay. So I'm 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 forced to have to scramble here and uh, think about it during the break. No, I will not. I will not spend any time uh, thinking about that. What I am going to be thinking about is how you are going to address the heat, the blowback. That you received from the Michael Penix supporters out there, and I did not realize there were so many. Yeah, right? That's next. Ever since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my hiding spots. Ha! Found ya. How? That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Now through March 21st, get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Coming up at 7.45, we uh, play our game of should they stay or should they go with Bronco veterans who could be on the chopping block because of what they're making or, more importantly, what they're not set to make. So we'll do that coming up at 7.45. I know you love games. I do love games. Actually, I'm going to give you another game here. 
you really? and everyone listening get to play. Okay. So starting to just kind of sift around and explore some of these uh, free agent rumors that are out there in the NFL. Uh-huh. Guess where Drew Locke is being linked to. Drew, Prominently. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Guess the team. Guess the team. Okay, it's not going to be Carolina because they've got a rookie quarterback that their owner tells everybody they have to love. So the, whether you like the, him or not. The diminutive, that wee little fella, Bryce Young. Yes. Dave Tepper walks around. He's got a belt with a bunch of beers on it. He just throws beer in your face if he just, that's what he does. He's like, it's like a, what is it? He's like Smoke Jensen, only with open beer containers. You so, want to draw? Yeah. That's right. Let's draw. That's okay. Right. Uh, what was the question? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Where is he? What, what team is he prominently being linked to? AFC or NFC? AFC. AFC team prominently being linked to. Gosh, now I got to kind of look at it. There was a key breadcrumb that got dropped the other day with this team that we actually talked about. A key breadcrumb. Yeah, a on. former Bronco coach landing in a new spot that we miss. We miss this guy. We miss this guy. We miss this guy. New Orleans. New Orleans. Who went to No, New that's Orleans? NFC. That's NFC. Yeah. No, no. Oh, but Clint Kubiak nope. is the offensive coordinator in New Orleans. Nope. Somebody else. Somebody else we missed. All right, all right, all right. Somebody oh, else. we just literally talked about him the other day. Come on, I got you gotta you gotta yes, um, otherwise I'm I'm I gotta I gotta pay we this. We talked off. about him yesterday? Yeah, we talked about him yesterday. Did we talk yeah, yesterday, yes. Absolutely. Was I listening when we talked? Uh, yes, you 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 did respond. I was very when angry. we were talking about this person going to this team. Oof, man. All right. Well, yesterday was a long time ago. It was. Like going wrinkles, to... Rich Scangarello. Oh, Wrinkles, that's right. Where'd he go? Raiders. Raiders. That's the team that is being mentioned oh, prominently. As the, uh, that makes perfect doesn't sense. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Wait, let's do that again. Team me up like I'd never talked about. Okay. All, right. All right. Which team okay. is being prominently mentioned mm. as the team that's going to go hard after Drew Locke in free agency? So let's think about this. <laughs> no, we don't need to think about we it. We talked about we, I just wrinkles gave you the yesterday. Answer. I just gave you the answer. The, how about the Raiders? It's the Raiders. Oh. Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> I always win. How'd you feel about that? I'm Drew. excited. I'm excited for Drew Locke. I'm excited for his potential and his growth and his, you know, his two years of quarterback rehab. Who would you rather have, Drew Locke or Jarrett Stidham? Drew Locke. Okay. All right. Okay. Without hesitation. Well, I, I did not sense any hesitation. What about Drew Locke or Jameis Winston? Drew Locke. No hesitation. Okay. This is getting interesting. How about Drew Locke or Gardner Minshew? Drew Locke. Okay, a little bit more hesitation there. Yeah, I like Gardner Minshew a lot, but I think Gardner Minshew has has a ceiling that he's pressed up against. Okay. Drew Locke or Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. Ooh, no hesitation. You are really, really high on Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold is gonna I think Sam Darnold is gonna get an opportunity somewhere. I think the other thing is Sam Darnold understands 
the importance of system and, and coaching. And so he is not just going to go to the highest, quote-unquote, bidder that doesn't have, you know, an offensive kind of scheme in place. So I'll be very interested. The Kirk Cousin thing interests me a lot. Yeah. Because I could see Sam Darnold having been coached by Kyle going to, like, a Minnesota. Mm. Like a Minnesota being very interested in a Sam Darnold because, obviously, Kevin O'Connell comes from the Rams and Sean McVay was his mentor. Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan run the identical offense except one of them runs it out of all 11 personnel and one of them runs it out of two tights and fullbacks and all that. But it's it's the same terminology. It's the same concepts. Just one runs it out of different personnel. Do you think Cousins goes back to Minnesota? I do feel like Cousins is going to go back to Minnesota, but if they decide to move on, he, Cousins is 30, what, 36, 37, 36 years old, coming off a, an Achilles. Achilles! Although he and O'Connell seem to, I mean, they... They clicked. They, they've clicked. It'll be 36 in August. 36 in August. Cousins. Which is still... Still young, especially for the style that he plays. Yeah, they're gonna be running around, pocket guy. Wow. Okay. So, well, then what about Drew Lock here? That wouldn't be the worst. I don't think so either. That wouldn't be the worst. Nope. Nope. Paired with a quarterback that you draft somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I think he's gonna go on to go. He he's gonna go somewhere where he gets an opportunity to be the guy. Don't you think? Well, not the, like the not, not like a bridge, the, not a bridge, not a bridge. So don't you? Have although although Scangarello worked was Caleb Williams' personal quarterback coach here since USC season ended. So that only furthers the the idea, the fuel that the the Raiders might be making the push for for Caleb Williams, or Williams will you know stomp and put his foot down and say I'm only going to play for the Raiders, that kind of stuff. By the way, you're going to look at Caleb Williams tomorrow, and what does the film say? Because you got a lot of blowback to one part of your critique of Michael Penix yesterday. The point the point that you made about uh, I can't take anybody who goes up against Pac-12 defenses seriously, basically, is what you said. Mm-hmm. And immediately people said, well, what about Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams is uh, the, the presumed number one pick. Caleb Williams is, in some people's mind, the best generational quarterback to come along since uh, Andrew Luck did. Yeah, no, there's a... There's so, a, are you going to hold that against Caleb Williams, the Pac-12? Sure. Let me let me ask everybody who says that, to, like, everybody who says that to me. Do NFL scouts and general managers hold against uh, hold it against guys who play at a lesser level? Division 1AA or F... What is it? The Bowl Championship Series or is it Bowl... Whatever. FCS. Do they hold that against those guys? Does that push those guys down? Sometimes. Of course it does. Not always. Ah. Uh, for the most part, always. Really? Oh, they played le- they played lesser competition. They played didn't stop Quinn Miners from being what, a third round pick? Third where, round? Where did he play? I, I bet you can't even name where he played. Whitewater. Not bad. What state? Wisconsin. Hey, look at you. You knock over trees. All right. But if he had first, if he had first round <laughs> skill set and uh-huh. he still got drafted in the third round, did it not knock him down? 
Of, yes. It, it always knocks you down a peg or two. Right. Um, sometimes more than that. Level of competition matters in the eyes of scouts, in the eyes of evaluators. So level of competition, hey man, Caleb Williams was supposed to be the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Right up until that October game where he, you know, crapped his pants against New or- uh, Notre Dame. And that's the game you're going to be looking at. All right. As you do your critique of Caleb Williams. Tomorrow. And again, it's not about who plays the best in a college system. It's about who has got what you would consider the most transferable skills. Does his skill set transfer over to the National Football League? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Coming up in What's Trending, Stephen A. Smith actually shooting down the idea that would actually make the Nuggets a ESPN-worthy story. Stephen A., not in favor of it. Tell you why. Next. Here's Schlereth and Evans with What's Trending right now. Avalanche checked a lot of boxes in their 3-1 win over Vancouver. They get the win, which is most important. Ryan Johansson, couple goals, breaking a 20-game scoreless streak. The NHL best home record now for the Avs at 22-5. And Nathan McKinnon extended his home point streak to start the season to 27 games, but it was definitely in doubt late as he got the assist on an Artori Lekkonen empty netter to put it away in the final minute. Jared Bednar happy to see it happen. He knows he's going to be on the ice at the end of the game, right? So, I mean, if we can hold on to a win or build it or build the lead and hold on to a lead, then he's going to get an opportunity uh, with the net empty. So, I was really happy to see him get it. And as long as he can keep that going, I, I think it's a positive thing for our team. So, is this a, a streak that you think is... Um I don't know, monumental, or is it just kind of one of those streaks that good PR people can can kind of dig and find and carve it out and make it into a thing? Um, yeah, I think it's more of a it's more of a just a thing. Really, I disagree because here's the list of people he's on: longest season opening home point streaks in NHL history. Okay. Over the last uh, few home games, he's passed the likes of Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr. Okay. And now the only person in his way is Wayne Gretzky with 40 games. So another, that's, that's another the list 20, he's on. Another yeah, but, 20. Okay, let me ask you You're this. trying to get me in? Oh, really? What? Another 20? 40 minus 27? 13. Oh, 27? Yeah, 13 to tie. Oh, okay, 13. That, that's, the, that's the people he's on. If he was on the list with a bunch of spares, then I'd be like, you know... Okay, this is kind of a manufactured is, record, okay, but, but this, this is this is pretty significant. Yeah, this is okay. This is one of those that if it wasn't compiled by some PR staff burning the midnight oil and crunching the numbers, nobody, and I do mean nobody, would even know about it. Correct? Wow. Who peed in your Cheerios this morning? Just, just saying. Yes. Do the math. Just try 20. To... <laughs> 20. Hey, he's only 20 away from Gretzky. This is why we don't do math. We're not allowed nice things around here. Uh, Michael Malone, how do you fix the NBA All-Star game? You can't force players to play hard. You can't force players to care. And, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of the players in their uh, defense, you know, 27 games out of the break, 
for us, I'm, I'm assuming probably roughly the same for most teams. Uh, you're also worried about injuries. You know I mean, your number one duty and obligation is to your, your team. He softened it up at the end, but he definitely made his point early. You can't make guys care. And he experienced it firsthand and was quite vocal about it last year when he coached the All-Star game. These guys just don't care. Right. They don't care. And so if they don't care, why should we care? And based on the ratings, by the way, you don't care. As um, this was the second lowest rated All-Star game ever up from last year. At least the ratings were up from last year, which was the worst rated All-Star game. You know what the rating was? Uh, Yeah, I think they had like, I mean, they still had like a little over 5 million people watching. Okay. Yeah, I mean no, that's better than a that's better than their regular season games or their playoff games. Think about it. A lot of them, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're so right. for the NBA, it's a win. No, they're not happy. Adam no, Sil- I, no, no. Adam, I know they're Adam not Silver happy. Was like biting into a lemon as he was congratulating everybody after the game the other night. I get that, but I mean, from a financial standpoint, they sold advertising. They promised them a number, and I'm sure they got their number. Well, is that going to continue, though? Stephen A. Smith. Man, you would think this this, this talk that came out of the All-Star weekend uh, when Nikola Jokic said, hey, you know, if Luka gets uh, ticked off at, at Dallas enough, love to have him here in Denver, create enough that, you know, people are talking about it, right? The uh-huh. idea of uh, Luka and Jokic together here in Denver, you'd think that Stephen A. Smith would love it. Isn't that the kind of stuff that ESPN salivates over? But you'd be surprised. It would be nice, but it's really, why does Jokic need Luka? He's the reigning defending NBA champion. When he and Jamal Murray are in the lineup together this year, they were 28 and 11. When they're not in the lineup together, they're 8 and 8 team, a 500 team. They're the reigning defending NBA champions. When they were struggling years ago, that was when Jamal Murray had his injury and he was compromised for two full seasons. And as a result, Denver was compromised as well because without him, Jokic just ain't the same. I I, I agree wholeheartedly. It. The idea of Jokic and Luka, I'm like, eh, eh. Because I I, I, I I, would not want Jokic and Luka over Jokic and Murray. No, I wouldn't, no thanks. Want, I wouldn't want that either. That's why he would have to play a different position. But the bottom line is Stephen A. doesn't want Luka to come here because he doesn't want to have to talk about Denver. Stephen A. Smith hates Denver. Whoa. There, I said it. Whoa. Whoa. Fever. Put Stephen A. on Mark's list. And that's no cap. We're going to have to get Andrew Stephen Mason's uh, going to play that now. Oh, man. Mace, he was on my watch list. Now he's just on my list. He was on the watch list. He's moved officially to the list. Chad Ochocinco on what he's hearing about Russell Wilson's next destination. A little birdie told me, and I said this many shows ago, if Russell Wilson coming on over there to the Steelers, Cleveland had Deshaun, but the AFC gonna be hell. You the AFC gonna be hell. Uh, I think right now I saw on DraftKings the betting favorite is Justin Fields to end up in Pittsburgh. No, he's going to Atlanta. I, I, told I you. always I got, said I, I thought this, he would be Michael Vick two point Shannon Sharp in there in that conversation. Yeah, it seems like Justin Fields is more ticketed to Atlanta than than anywhere. He's from out that way, and. Um, Ross to Pittsburgh. 
Go ahead. Make that happen. Why not? By the way, Chad talked about... Let's uh, see. Watson coming back, too. That may, that may derail them. Yeah. They were better with Flacco. <laughs> they were. They were. They were wacko with Flacco. Yeah. They were. No, you're right. <laughs> ah, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino. Been around forever. Legendary coach. Still has his snarl as uh, he's coaching St. John's and not happy. Not happy with his team right now. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. <laughs> they hear, but they don't listen. <laughs> he's uh, he's never lost that. Uh, I think he's a Brooklyn guy, right? I think he's a he's a yeah. New York City guy. Not happy. He's not happy. We'll, we'll hear more from hear more from him. Uh, They're so non-athletic. Later. We can't guard anybody. Well, here's one more. He doesn't like his team. Even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had <laughs> since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. <laughs> wow. 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 Now that, hey. Uh, That's no cap. Are, are, the pearl cl- are the pearl clutchers out there going after... Rick Pitino, like they went after Sean. Stop being so mean. Right. Stop being so mean and disrespectful. About, and or how about Dion? They're just kids. Or how about Dion that when he Dion, came in man. and right said, "I inherited some bull junk." <laughs> <laughs> Rick Pitino inherited some bull junk. That's right. That's I right. Inherited some bull junk. <laughs> Maybe we need to get Rick Pitino and Dion together. I think they would uh, be kindred spirits in a lot of ways. That is what is trending. Bring that to you each every morning at uh, 7.30. Up next, a little game that we like to call, Should They Stay or Should They Go? And for this, the topic is high-priced Bronco veterans that could be on the chopping block. That's next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Should I stay or should I go now? Yeah, a little game that we uh, like to play. So come on, let me know. Hold on. Uh. Alright, so this we, indecision's bugging me. So we, we did this when it came to Bronco free agents, unrestricted free agents. Yeah. yeah. Who stays, who goes, and if uh, we decided they uh, do not stay, uh, Sid the Kid, Rogue, breaks up with them, as only she can. She left uh, just a a trail of broken hearts. What is it? Eight? Sid? Eight? Eight people you've broken up with? Around that. Around that! Oh, what a flex! Approximately. What a flex! Approximately. What a flex, I don't know. Ballpark number. 8, 18. Eight, What's nine. the difference? What's the difference? Yeah. Just a number to me. Uh-huh. So today, uh, I got thinking about it, and I want to thank uh, Johnny Fever. He uh, he put the work in to uh, tracking this all down. But when we had Mike Kliss on yesterday, uh, we asked him about any potential surprise 
cuts. And here's what he said. You're always on guard for a surprise cut. Your hope is that, you know, that they restructure and give signing bonuses. Because the one thing the Broncos have that other teams don't have is cash because of their ownership group. But also one thing uh, they don't have is cap space. I mean, they're going to be at least $50 million in the hole that they got to take care of here pretty soon once the league, uh, league year starts. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't... Surprise, I, I guess at this point, if you're a veteran and you're making good money and it, that year is not guaranteed, you're vulnerable to uh, a possible release, no doubt about it. So, we took a look at veteran players who have cap hits of more than $10 million for next year. Okay. And whether or not they might make sense from a saving standpoint and from being able to move on from that player as a cap hit, cap mm-hmm. casualty. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let's go through. There's five of them. Okay. I'll work my way up. DJ Jones, set to make about $13 million. If you cut him, you save almost $10 million in cap space. Should he stay or should he go? He gone. He gone, huh? He's gone. He's gone? Don't he? So long. Yeah. I mean, I like him. Yeah. But he has had the back thing. He has had he's 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 older. Yeah. Yeah, you're see ya. See ya. See you around sometime. Rogue, you want to uh, break up with DJ Jones? He was uh one of George Payton's first signings. He's been good. He's been a solid player, but Mark says time to move on. DJ 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 DJ. You've been there since day one. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And I will, all, we will always appreciate you for that. Mm-hmm. But our values just aren't aligned. Oh, I think I like that, that we want different things out of life, and we're holding each other hostage. Oh, oh. man, she's good. Yeah, she's good. Oh, she's good. Now I, now I know why that number's so high. Yeah. Okay. All right, DJ Jones. See yeah. ya. We're saving uh, ten million dollars. See, this is this is. I've fun. already made money. This is fun. You know, this is government should contact us to yes. like balance budgets, right? So yeah. here we go. There's there's ten millions in savings. Oh, this is a tough one. Fan favorite. Tim Patrick set to make $15 million this year. Cut him and you save $9.5 million of cap space. We'll always remember you, Tim Patrick. See you around sometime. Yeah, I just... You can't. Fan favorite, but he just can't stay healthy. Right? Dude, back-to-back season-ending injuries in the first... Day of camp. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right, Rose, you want to break up with Tim Patrick for us, please? I feel that this relationship has taken a toll on the both of us. <laughs> yeah. And it's you need to go get healthy. Yes. yes. Work on yourself. Yeah, work on yourself. Yeah, work on yourself. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> I right. like that. Go okay. get healthy. Work on yourself. All right, we're over two. So we're or two for two. Two for two. However you want to look yeah. at it. I actually look at it as two for two. So what do we save right so now? So right now million. we are saving uh yeah, nineteen, 19 million dollars. Okay. Nineteen million dollars. I'll be the math guy. Okay. Yeah, please, because you're so good at that. Yes. Next up, Cortland Sutton. Oof. Making over seventeen million next year, cutting him would save you again almost ten million dollars against the cap. Mm. You're not going to have Russell Wilson here next year. They definitely had a connection, but Russ isn't going to be here. Can 
Is it just cut him or keep him, or can we renegotiate? We're playing cut or keep. There could be some renegotiations done here, but we're talking about okay, cut if, or keep. If it's only, if that's your only choice, mm-hmm. I'd cut him. We talked about Marvin Mims yesterday. You you mm-hmm. moved up to trade Marvin uh, to draft Marvin Mims in the second round. Right. That's got to be with the idea. Rounders. It's got to be with the idea that he's going to be a prominent part of your receiving core. Right. So Cortland Sutton gone, gone. Oh, you just saved another ten million. Partner. All right, Rogue, break up with Cortland Sutton for us. Our relationship has been so much fun. We've had a <laughs> blast together. Mm-hmm. But we're looking for something just a little bit more serious, and I don't think that you're ready for that right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, she's putting on a clinic right now. I know. She is. She, this is a breakup <laughs> clinic. There are guys out there who are like, sign me up just yeah. so she can dump me. Right. At some point. Oh, we can have fun. <laughs> just there's, It was so much fun. You almost feel good about it. You walk out the door like you're walking on sunshine. Yeah, it's like a like, tune in the waves. Yeah, you yeah, know, this was good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm going to look back on this positively. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right, so we have now... I've saved $29 million. You have saved $29 million. Wow. I'm so good at this. Justin Simmons said to make $18 million. Cut him, you would save $14.5 million. Mm. Justin Simmons. Come on now. This is... Come on, this is a this is a mm-hmm. core guy. This right. is this is one of your few pro bowlers. This is a guy who uh, is a leader. This is a guy who excels in the community. What say you? Uh, I'm giving him a chance to go somewhere and win. Right now, toward the end of his career, it's altruistic of me. I'd like to renegotiate, but you know what? Ultimately, we're going to move on. Jeez, we are, you are just pillaging right now. Right. So, Justin Simmons, that's a tough cut. It's a tough breakup, Rogue. What do you say? <laughs> this one's hard. <laughs> I would say. Oh, you really liked him, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You really liked this one. You really liked this one. <laughs> you really liked this one. I feel is that. Big, is this middle toe bigger than his big toe? It's like longer, and you're like, I just can't look at this freak show anymore. <laughs> yeah. Something small like that. We got the ick. Simmons, we got the ick with you. Yeah, we got the ick. That's a term? We got the ick? That's a term. That's like, yeah. a, like a recent thing. Yeah. The ick. The what ick? gives you the ick? What gives you the ick? There's, there's a lot to like, but there's just something that no, gives you the ick. No, 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 no. no. Right, he didn't right. give us an ick. It's just we, we're we we're still in a young phase of our life, and we're trying to get our stuff together, and he's, we want to we want to let him go and achieve great things mm. as he gets older, and it's just not fair for us to keep him under our grasp. Mm. Whew, we are just okay. So you saved us forty three point five million dollars. Yeah, well, yes, you've saved forty three million dollars. Forty three point five. What about the gaping holes that you've left in a roster that already has holes? Not only you have to fill those holes, but now you got to fill these holes of players you're replacing. That's not the game we're playing. We're playing. Should he stay or should he go? The only player to this point that you look at that I would look at and say. Oof, are, are you really saving anything when you consider what you're losing and how you replace them? Would be Simmons. The other three. The other three. I'm prepared. DJ Jones. Yeah. Sutton, I would like Patrick. to. Re- I'm I, just saying. I would. But if it's first, my first choice would be renegotiate with yeah. Justin Simmons. Right. But if I can't renegotiate, then sorry. Well, see you later.
All right. Who else? So you're getting rid of I keep them. I. Who else? I keep them. All right. You ready? Yeah. Last one. Okay. Garrett Bowles. Garrett Ballsy. Bowles is set to make $20 million next season. A cutting him would save $16 million. Here you go. <laughs> wow. So long, partner. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bullsy. The guy that you were super, super critical of for a long time. And then you, you kind of came around on him the last couple of years. And for an offensive line that you think got more blame than they deserved over the last couple of years because of Russ, left tackle, you know, premium position, you're ready to move on. Well, he's 40. <laughs> he came in the league at 28. How old is he, 30? He's got to be 33. He Didn't he come in? He, he was you know, like he a 26-year-old rookie. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was like 25, 26 when he was drafted. He's 31. He's 31. He'll be 30, 31 this season. 32 in this May. So. This May. He's 32 years yeah, old. Yeah, but tackles age pretty gracefully. They can they can play into their mid to late 30s, right? Some. Some. Wow, you're breaking up with Bolsey. Right. I'm, I'm just breaking. I just saved us almost $60 million. You, did say, you literally are going to cut five veteran players. See ya. Boy, and, you're cold. And I'm not keeping any of our free agents because I need the compensatory picks. Right? You're you're saying so long to Josie Jules, so See long ya. to Cush. See you, Cush. That's that's basically seven starters. You're willing to say so long. So long. Farewell. Elvita saying goodbye. Um, All right, uh, Rogue, why don't you break up with Bolsey? So, I don't know if anyone else has been watching The Bachelor. It's been a thrilling season. Is that the guy, the tennis player? Yeah, he's a tennis player. Yeah, okay. Is he a real tennis player or does he just like to play tennis? Yeah, is he like a a country club instructor type? uh, Yeah, yeah, he's a tennis instructor. Oh, Oh, we can't. You can't marry that guy. I know. It's, All the it's, kept housewives that he's... <laughs> I know, right? right? He's out there. He's hanging oh. out at country clubs all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 got, he's got something for the underhills. They go right from the... Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right from Cool River over to the courts. Right. Put that on the underhills, Bill. Oh. <laughs> 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 all right, break up with Bullsy. Right. Okay, so I'm taking a page out of his book, okay. and I'm going to say, Bullsy... <laughs> I really appreciate your vulnerability, <laughs> and I. It's so special that you've shared mm. your heart mm. with me this evening. Unfortunately, I'm feeling like I have stronger connections with the other 500 women that are in this house, <laughs> <laughs> and it's time for you to go home. I, I, that's good, man. You are really good. <laughs> stronger connections. Yeah, I appreciate 500. Your, I appreciate your vulnerability. We have, we have stronger connections. I, with every guy that in this draft as a, coming as, up? As a father of a daughter, that show just infuriates me. The fact that... Bachelor? Yeah, the fact that like these 30 women are like, oh, please, I'm here to find love. I'm here to find my, my, my soulmate. If only I can beat out these other 29 women. Oh, I think it's... Oh, it's... I think it's... it's I think it's, it's atrocious. It's not very empowering. But you like it, huh? Uh, not really. I've never watched it until this season, and it's just it's just entertaining. Okay. <laughs> it's not about fine. 
I don't care about the girls finding love. It's just there's drama and there is it's drama. the drama, you know? It's the drama. Okay. I don't like drama. I don't like that. That bothers me. It does? Yeah, plus the dude. Come on. <sighs> Mr. Wow. Country Club. You just, man, you just went scorched earth on five Broncos. Because Tim Patrick, if he comes back, you know, until he gets hurt again, is a, is a starter. I'm hard, dog. So yeah. that's five guys. But you did say the He's a starter way. for the first day of camp. Yes. Within, well, like, the first 15 minutes of camp, he's a starter. So you saved how much money by cutting all these 59. guys? $59.5 million. <laughs> well, that takes care of your cap. All I need is 10% for doing that for you, Broncos. $60 million. Bucks. And... and Honestly, you think that, that because, you're, great, you're saving a lot of cap space, but you understand how it works with free agency. If you turn around and try to replace any of these guys through free agency, you're going to be overpaying as oh, is no, the no, want no, of that's free agency. Why I'm not, you're going to be overpaying for these that's replacements. Why, that's, why I'm not, that's why I'm not signing any of our free agents. I'm getting compensatory picks. So but what about signing somebody else's free agents? No, I'm not doing that either. Oh, you are total rebuilding. You're rebuilding through the draft, or you're elevating guys that are on the roster right now. Correct. So, you know, Cush, they, we drafted somebody, what, in the seventh round last last year? Who's the guy we Forsyth. drafted? Forsyth. Forsyth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he steps in for Cush. Um, you draft a linebacker uh-huh. to replace uh, J- Josie? Well, you, you did last year in, in Sanders. Right. So give it's time the, for it's give him the chance. Yeah, to, it's time for okay. him to play. Fair enough. Fair enough. And like say in the case of Justin Simmons, tough cut, but you look at it and say, hey, uh, PJ PJ Locke really came on last year. Mm-hmm. Caden Stearns, yeah, if he can stay, stay healthy. healthy, we we drafted the other kid from Boise State that never what was that kid's name Skinner. Skinner. They liked him, but mm-hmm. like they Locke's a free agent too. But I think he's is he unrestricted or restricted? I think he's restricted. I think he's restricted. But bottom line is what I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm clearing up I'm clearing up a bunch of cap money. I'm going to go young. I'm going to get I'm going to get younger. I'm going to get better. I'm going to go through the draft mm-hmm. and develop some kids. And and you know what? Why you're in this quarterback time that you're in? I just think it's I think it's time for the first time to recognize for the Broncos that you got to do things a little bit differently. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. What do you think? You've been listening. Who do you agree with? Who do you disagree with when it comes to staying or going? Uh, Locke is unrestricted. All right, so we, we I think we agreed when we did this uh, with Locke, bringing him back. PJ? PJ. Yeah, I like PJ. Uh, you can use some of those savings from Simmons and definitely throw it at, at Locke. Plus, every time I hear PJ, I think about lingering. Yeah, to linger.